All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Coaches Don't Play. Today we're back on the pod with Gervine. You're probably what's gonna be hearing a lot from Gervine during this time <laughs> because my our schedules are like so fucked that my schedule only ever aligns with Gervine's. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I was like, damn, two weeks in a row. Because no one else's schedule is fucking lining up with ours. Oh, okay. Because we only have limited like. So I'm just. Uh, yeah, you're just a convenience I'm, filler. <laughs> a filler of convenience. <laughs> Chinese Indian Grill, once again, being the greatest of all time, sponsoring the podcast. They're Canada's first fast casual Indian restaurant. It's differently Indian, just like us. The Chipotle of Indian food. They're fast, fresh, and healthy. They got something for everyone. Meat, veggie, vegan, and gluten-free options. You go there, you build your own barotis and your bowls. You choose your proteins, toppings, sauces, and your chutneys. You check out their location in South Surrey at Grandview Central and follow them on Instagram at Chinese Indian Grill. Make sure you to get my favorite lion fries. Lion fries. A lot of you guys thought I said lime fries or lime fries, but lion, lion like share, share, share fries, okay? And Chutneys is growing and now franchising in the lower mainland as well. A franchise location is coming to Abbotsford in 2021 this year, right? Visit www.eatchutneys.com to learn more and find out how you can become become a part of the Chutneys team. And make sure you mention the podcast for 10% off. All right. Thank you so much to Chutneys for supporting the pod. A lot of, uh, you know, feedback from last week's episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Surprisingly, all good. <laughs> oh, my God. Mine is like two. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. You didn't tell me. Most of it was good, actually. 90, I'd say 99% of it was good. Yeah. There was just like, um, okay, so here's one. This is the gist of the type of messages that we were getting in response, okay? Okay, Gervin hit the fucking nail on the head when it comes to marriage. I've only been married four months to an absolute <laughs> angel and have basically no in-laws. So no in-law problems and sh- and this shit is hard. I've been telling everyone that will listen exactly everything you guys talked about. So glad you had this conversation today on the pod. Oh. That type of stuff. Then there was one message. Pammy, how can you hate from outside the motherhood club? Your geriatric ass can't even get in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's like you're trying to be mean, but like... <laughs> it's kind of true <laughs> yo can you believe that i would would i be considered a geriatric mom uh i can't remember i think is it over 35 that your it's your pregnancy is considered geriatric, geriatric? hold on let me see <laughs> google baba this it is son. it's over 35 yeah yeah no so i wouldn't okay <laughs> so fuck you whoever said that okay would i be maybe i'll be a geriatric bride <laughs> geriatric bride give oh me them senior God. discounts with the vendors yo vendors should have senior discounts <laughs> <laughs> shoppers drug mart does yeah so make up what are you doing <laughs> oh my god wow yeah i so mean you barely said anything and you someone calling you yeah i literally said nothing <laughs> i'm just sitting here i was plus i plus record <laughs> and i got concerned i mean yeah i am hating from outside the club that's usually where i hate from 
from the sidelines, B. <laughs> yeah. Y'all struggling. I'm out here <laughs> talking the shit. That's how it works. Because coaches don't play. Coaches don't play, me. <laughs> um, yeah, then just shit like that. Just shit like that. <laughs> Whatever. You know what it is? It's like, I was just thinking after, I was like, I feel like people really like that episode because we like talked about shit that like the negatives of it yeah people don't talk about it right then it's like refreshing to hear oh my god finally someone who's like you know yeah not like being like not like putting on like a front yeah yeah but it's just like okay obviously everybody like we had talked about that everybody talks about the good stuff yeah but it's almost like there's like a fear yeah and uh, to be honest after we recorded even i was like man did i like take it too far like i talk like that with like people that are close to me yeah because like i know that they see me like you know being all like oh what the hell is this and then at the end of the day like turning around and being like oh yeah (laughs) like being a regular ass mom and doing mom things and making sure that my kid is like happy and healthy and all that kind of stuff but yeah a lot of people message me directly the people that didn't have kids were like thank you for being so real yeah and then the people that do have kids that message me were like, yeah, it's like about time somebody said something. Like, something. People need to start talking like this a little bit more because the moms that love it get their moment and they get their, you know, stuff out and they get to talk about what they want to talk about. Yeah. But the people that are like struggling feel like they have to keep it in because otherwise they're going to be called like a bad mom, mom. or a bad parent. Yeah. And or you know what? God forbid. Like here's like here's a great example of another message that I got from someone who was like whatever on the opposite side yeah. that was like, well, why does Gravine even, even have kids and she doesn't fucking sound like that? She like likes having kids or whatever right but it's like listen if we sat on this podcast and talked about how great everything was yeah no one would fucking listen to this yeah the only reason that you guys are listening to this podcast right now is because we're fucking complaining half the time <laughs> i'm complaining about being single Gravine's fucking complaining about being married like that's why it's entertaining it's not entertaining because i'm sitting here like my life is so amazing <laughs> yeah. hashtag blessed yeah. i have oh my god and Gravine's not sitting here like i have the best husband in the world <laughs> hashtag like l- true love <laughs> you know oh my God. 10 years going strong and i've i've met the most amazing person and he gives me the most lavish life and blah blah, blah. because y'all know people like that in your life and guess what you hate them <laughs> or it's like you're just like roll your eyes and you move on yeah exactly right? and you we all know people like that on social media who front about their fucking relationships yeah. and their lives and for the most part we're fucking annoyed at those people we yeah. want them to shut the fuck up so then now we sit here and we complain about our lives and people still have an issue with it <laughs> so it's like bro you can never make anyone fucking happy yeah. so just do you man trust me just yeah. do you at the end of the day whether something is good or bad there's especially when things are good they're challenging yeah and people don't like because we don't talk about it enough yeah people think like oh yeah it's all just you know fun and games obviously everything is fine obviously things aren't terrible like things are going good Yeah, things are good but just like when i'm trying to like talk about when we talk about like topics on the podcast yeah we're gonna talk about stuff that's relatable and most of the things that are relatable to people are the shit that's going wrong yeah like or the shit that's like not going wrong or like not easy yeah like that's what people want to you know that's how people relate and and it's always and 
for anyone who ever wants to like do something like this like and wants to be successful at it you have to be vulnerable yep 100 percent. that's the only way you're going to be authentic and relate to people yep. if you put on a front about how great your fucking life is and how amazing everything is <laughs> yeah maybe it'll hit for a little bit yeah but eventually people are gonna be like shut the fuck up once they start going through yep. like hard stuff in their life yep so that's what it is man we're talking about shit because it's just what's happening all right so yeah anyways anyway anyways point of the point of this this whole intro is that people liked it so yeah it was good good. anyways update on the fucking chumkila thing this is turning into a podcast comedy slash murder mystery solving (laughs) podcast i got a message from a girl her best friend's thaya is chumkila's murder Oh my god. This is classic brown people pulling out rush to that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, so he so she said that her best friend Staya was a karku. First of all, what's a karku? It's like a Punjabi, I don't know, I guess you could say gangster um karku, like bad guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, bad guy, gangster, a known man, bad, bad man combination. A known bad man guy. Yeah. And yeah, he's the he was hired to uh kill him. Damn. and he did it and it was because he sings dirty songs and he was warned to stop like yeah. jamkila was warned to stop and he didn't yeah so as they were they were going to that wedding to perform okay that girl's parents wedding yeah they got out of the car okay and that's when they were gunned down did you confirm this are you sure it was that uh, getting out of the, a car it wasn't on a stage it was getting out of a car that that's that's from online okay and the murder was never solved the it was oh. never, no one was ever convicted. It's very good karku. And then Aya. I asked her, the girl, I'm yeah. like, where's the guy? Is he in jail now? She's like, no, he died. But he got away with it. Then I got a message today from <laughs> someone else yeah. who said her mama or someone yeah. was a photographer at that wedding. Oh, did he? And he had to go in hiding and stuff because he has pictures. No way. Yeah. He got pictures of like the murder? I don't know about the actual murder. She's like, but of that day, like where like the person who did it was probably seen or whatever in one of the pictures. So he had to go into hiding. Oh my God. Yeah. That's wild. Dun, dun, dun. No, Tantana is oh, Tantana yeah. <laughs> is like, voila. And then, oh yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It's like, have you got to see your face, man? <laughs> Denton has like the mystery sound. Hopefully that settles everything. Watch somebody comes out with like a new little tidbit. Someone's gonna start making up facts and then I'm just gonna be throwing them onto the podcast. (laughs) Okay, also I I have mentioned this before. We're not a factual podcast, you guys. (laughs) We're just a talking shit podcast. So don't believe anything we say. This is fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to change the category from comedy to fiction. <laughs> and then we were talking about how... Yo, I wonder what Bugga Safri is doing. <laughs> oh my god. Because he's way worse. Yeah. I didn't even... Remember that day when we were coming back? Yeah. Ravina and I were coming back from Banff, I think. And yeah. we are I was driving and she was looking up Bugga Safri. Because she's like, oh, Bugga Safri is so much worse. I was like, who's that? I thought it was a thing that just Rain made up. Garveen didn't even know Bugga Safri, bro. You don't fucking know Bugga Safri. He's a legend. His, like, you don't know his hit singles like Amba Tupelande? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, now I do after freaking doing a little bit of market research. Okay, so most of you guys probably know who Bugga Safri is. Bugga Safri is a entertainer, a legend. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Singer, songwriter. He's pretty much like the Trey songs of Punjab. <laughs> Model, actor, director of his own videos by the looks of it. Bugga Safri is the, um, he's like the male version of Lil' Kim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His hit oh, single is like, I'm a two-plant day. And hati di latvargi. What? What the fuck does that mean? Okay, anyways, Bagasafi is this guy who sings very fucking dirty songs. Here are some of his lyrics. And then I had to like translate some things to Pammy. Yeah, because Graveen, <laughs> Graveen can read Punjabi. So some of the lyrics were written in Punjabi and she was reading them. Hold on. Let me play some of this uh, Bagasafi goodness here. bro the fact that this guy isn't fucking murked in the ground right now is beyond pella what is he what is he in the first part i don't know what i can't he says pella see something hey, hold on let me just pella see hick the umbi i don't even know what that means umbi are like the small mangoes oh pella oh so on your chest were small mangoes this is a legend legend i don't think i even understood when because this was trending around like university time and i don't think i even was yeah this one the whole like um like just rain did the whole like parody of him oh my god it was that long ago no that was just like 10 years ago yeah, ten, was, eight to ten years ago. Yeah, so I was in university ten years ago. Oh my god. <laughs> Sick lyrics. <laughs> How's this guy not dead? Jumpy line got shit on Safri, bro. Yeah, because he's like the freaking Walmart version of Jamkila. Not even Walmart, like the freaking not even dollar store. Well, look how offended Graveen is. I'm so offended. That we're even talking about Baka Safri and Chimkila in the same conversation. Chimkila was like... This guy's... It's, he's too direct. This is too direct. You don't want to hear about the Jatanupas on the um. Whereas, like, like, first of all, Chimkila, I don't think the titles were ever even that bad. And then yeah. even in the songs, it was like... What was that word? Innuendos? Like, yeah. it wasn't so direct. Like, this yeah. guy, like, he might as well just use the actual word for the body parts at this point. Don't hate on my boy Bagga, okay? Leave him out of this. I brought him into it. <laughs> stampede just finished. How was your stampede experience? Oh yeah, I went to the stampede. First of all, go to count dance worship. Obviously, you think that's a new fact. Dude, I was sitting there taking videos of these gore like grinding. Oh like, my god. Line dance grind grinding. It was Ew. so fun. Have you seen people pangra grinding? No. Do you know like it's like okay, so for some reason, back in the day, Tell like when me that we that's made up. No, pangra oh grinding God. is not made up. Okay, because we've seen people do it, pangra grinding. What? Yes, and I have a feel like I don't know if people do it now anymore. But we used to go to like receptions, and near like the end of the night, when people were like really drunk and stuff. Okay. You would see like a like you would hear like a pangra song playing, and then like a girl and a guy like you know she's like backing up kind of into him okay and he's like doing his little like you know that type of shit 
<laughs> like the shoulder like uh, uh, uh. and it would be like and there you know it'd be like pelvis to like you know badonk and it was like a version of pangra grinding what yeah you never I seen people pangra grind remember anyways i saw a lot of stampede line dance grinding happening at stampede oh my god and i was appalled wait where did you go where you saw people the big four building there's like it's like there's like 500 tables there and there's just like five bars and there's like a dance floor and then there's a stage where like cowboys were like coming around the mountain when she comes is that a country (laughs) song i'll be coming around is that country song i don't think so uh, when she like comes it. she'll be coming around the ma- and she'll be coming ra- no they weren't singing that they were singing other <laughs> stuff but like they were blind dance grinding to that yeah. and uh I yeah no other like. than that was good i won 100 bucks so it was worth it i walked out 100 bucks richer damn i'm going to an engagement party on saturday have fun for me haven't i talked about that how like is i think oh no one of my cousins made a tiktok it was like the aggressive like vadanya yeah like they're like oh and they're like but it actually does kind of sound like you're trying to like one up the person oh my god probably just our culture okay you know how i always talk about how repulsed i am by cheating yeah okay i was watching this thing on netflix monogamy is against our genetic code whoa what were you watching it was this thing on netflix called explained oh yeah and they were talking about monogamy okay and basically biologists and like anthropologists and shit they're all sitting there and every single one of them was like yeah monogamy is against our genetics and that's why you see cheating so much yeah and divorce. i think i've heard that before and i was like what <laughs> like i was appalled <laughs> i was like my fucking life is a lie because oh all i ever talk about is how cheating is like the worst thing ever and blah 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 blah. okay okay guys let me fucking break down this episode for you so you don't have to watch it okay also <laughs> so then i have content to talk about okay <laughs> did you know adultery is illegal in 20 states illegal illegal it's so, illegal like, you go to jail you can go up to you you can go to jail in massachusetts you can go to jail for up to three years for cheating in a marriage what yeah that's wild is that crazy oh my god i'm only gonna be getting married in massachusetts (laughs) (laughs) you want to cheat you go to jail man (laughs) i think that should be like a worldwide rule just kidding oh my god is that crazy but the uh, but other states it like they're fine like the punishment ranges from ten dollars to three years in jail what yeah okay but that's like a you know like why do you need to go to jail for something because you break the rule (laughs) okay we are not supposed to be monogamous so what happened this is what happened okay this is what happened yeah and girk's gonna be like i fucking told you (laughs) fucking all the systems and okay listen to this okay males seek multiple partners and that's because of an evolutionary payoff because they spread yeah. their fucking 
Seed. Seed. Yeah. Fucking out here, bitches. Rani humba kare. Okay. So 300 so humans like our humans, Homo yeah. sapiens, right? Have been on this earth for 300,000 years. Yeah. And majority of that, we have been hunter gatherers. Yeah. Okay? And in hunter gathering like communities and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's always been uh, the male has multiple like partners mm-hmm. and the female sleeps around with multiple people as well. Okay. Because the goal is to like for the guy to like, you know, to have as many a, offspring. Yeah. And the f- goal of the female is to like get pregnant and have fucking offspring. So the more sexy. And have, there's the more better. like diversity in the yeah. pool of people. So it's not just like one couple having four kids and yeah. they're all, let's say they all have the same like genetic disposition of like some sort of like, yeah. you know, negative trait or whatever yeah. that, that isn't working out. Then all of their kids are wiped out. Whereas like if this man has a kid with another woman their kid could be different. Yeah. And then if that his previous woman has a kid with a different man, they could produce, let's say, like a stronger offspring yeah. compared to the last guy. Exactly. So whatever. Whatever Gravine just said. Um, <laughs> so it's believed that even our ancestors from like 300,000 years ago, okay. the evidence points to that people share, had shared partners. Okay. Okay. Monogamy didn't exist. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're, they even, they're, they're even talking about how, like, there's this French guy who stayed with, like, some Indian tribe. Okay. Um, I think it was called the Nascapi Indi- Indian tribe, right? Mm-hmm. And the French guy asked one of the, me- like, the men of the tribe, he's like, how do you let your wife sleep around with other men? Mm-hmm. How do you know the ch- if, if the child is yours? Mm-hmm. Right? And this is how the guy responded, the guy from the tribe. He said... You French love only your own child, but we love all the children in our tribe. Oh, wow. How poetic. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it would like imagine everyone thought yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The world would be a better place. It would be a better place. And it was a better place. Yeah. Right? Okay, so here's what happened. It was a better place. As if you as if you was there. <laughs> yeah. It was a better place. Fuck that shit. I would, you I, my man cannot be having no share partners. Fuck that bullshit. Okay. <laughs> i don't care what the scientific evidence is <laughs> the only science around here is what i fucking say <laughs> so us humans yeah. right we're more closely related to chimps yeah. and bonobo monkeys yeah. than african and indian elephants are related Okay. We're more similar to chimps and bonobos yeah. than those two different species of African elephants. I mean, African and Asian elephants. Oh, damn. Yeah. Killed. Fucking insane. Okay. And chimps and bonobos do not have any monogamy yeah. in their like communities. They, are, they be fucking. <laughs> and bonobo monkeys yeah. are... I used to... I've seen like other documentaries on bonobo <laughs> monkeys and all they do is have sex. <laughs> really? I swear to God. It's crazy. Like... They have sex to say hi, to say bye when they're bored. Like what? any That's their like communication. Their their greeting is like sex. That's crazy. They will have their children latched onto them while having sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's how much they enjoy it. And they're the only other species b- besides us that have sex for pleasure. Oh. Okay. And to bond. 
okay yeah most like like chimps don't have sex to bond they oh, have really? yeah they have sex to like reproduce oh, but bonobos have sex to bond that's why they face each other when they have sex and that's why we face each other when we have sex oh yeah. what do bonobo monkeys look like oh but they all fucking look the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so primates including uh, us we're considered primate okay. that are promiscuous have bigger balls oh and humans have intermediate size balls <laughs> And bonobos got big balls. Okay. And female sex vocalization is highest amongst primates that compete for sperm. So bonobo monkeys are loud when they, you know, when they be, you know, they be getting it. And apparently so are we. So our, like, the competition for sperm and, like, partners should be, like, higher. Okay. Because of that reason. Okay. And, um... Okay, so anyways, that's just like how we're related to these like species and how what more like them? More like them. We should be more promiscuous, okay? <laughs> Every auntie on the podcast. <laughs> we can't even handle handle fucking one divorce in our culture. <laughs> yeah. oh okay. God. So monogamy is recent. It only started twelve thousand years ago. Oh damn. When people stopped being hunter-gatherers and started farming. Mm. So this is where historians and biologists and stuff see, like, the relationship. So there's one girl on the podcast, on on the show, that said when she looks at, like, the evidence, Mm -hmm. monogamy and marriage started Mm -hmm. when land-owning came around. Oh, damn. So she's like, that's where the whole concept of marriage and being monogamous started. So no more hunter gathering where everyone had the land. Mm -hmm. It's when people started farming and owning land. So when property rights started Mm -hmm. coming into like society and people started getting married for legal reasons to get more labor force, because then you have in-laws and there, those people are part of your, you have more property to the cause. Yeah, exactly. So that's when it started. So actually at the very end of the video, the lady says, she's like, believe it or not, like the only reason marriage happened is was to get in-laws. And even though now we look at in-laws as being the problem yeah. to like our like being the issue in marriages, yeah. that's why marriage started. Damn. I was like, my mind was fucking blown. <laughs> like when someone like, la- it makes sense. But yeah, when someone yeah. lays it out for you, you're like, what yeah. the fuck? And then they were talking about how like, are we now seeing a shift in society into more like of what it was before? Because now polyamory relationships are being talked about in mainstream media a lot. What are those again? Like multiple people in one relationship, like oh, three okay. people, yeah, like a yeah. throuple or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And we look at that and we're like, what the <laughs> fuck? What kind of sister wife BS is this? <laughs> but then also... They talked about all this shit, right? About how we're not meant to be monogamous, blah, blah, blah. But then they spent one sentence (laughs) on jealousy. Okay. And they're like, but how do we explain jealousy in our species then? Yeah. yeah. Because that's, we have a lot of like betrayal, jealousy and blah, blah. They're like, when you look at that, jealousy is an emotion that every society has that. And it's just part of what we are. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Next like they didn't really touch base on that. Okay. So no. I feel like And Pammy's like, I need an entire series on just jealousy. I oh. do. Because then how do you evolutionary like how do you explain that then? It's just a thing. It's probably a 
it's just a thing it's just a thing <laughs> because if guys wanted to spread their seed yeah they wouldn't be concerned about like jealousy of like how many you know actually no that does make sense because Wait. because guys are jealous probably because they want their seed yeah spread. exactly it's just a an emotion that probably propels you further into the evolutionary um game and then we're jealous females get jealous because we want that male to be the provider of our child yeah and not take away from our you know and we think that that one is the best one oh yeah maybe and then and we want to keep them to ourselves i don't know anyways that was a very uh, eye-opening thing for me blasting for very eye-opening and educational i did not change my mind at all about (laughs) monogamy (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it was just interesting uh, little factoids yeah but nothing that actually influenced me whatsoever (laughs) i'm still gonna stick to my guns yeah i'm still gonna stick to my jealous guns and uh (laughs) my non-cheating guns okay i will stick to those (laughs) yo you know monkeys are fucking scary as fuck and anyone who says that they're not is has never met one (laughs) because i've met those motherfuckers and they are not nice really they're okay Maybe I met some mean ones. Yeah, okay? I think you've met mean ones. Also, no, the ones in India, you see them, like, they stare you down, bro. Yeah. They, like, look like they're about to do some shit But to look you. at them. They're, like, out there trying to survive. Yeah, but they're, like... <laughs> oh, my God. You look so creepy right yeah. now. Okay. Yeah, wait, with the okay. way that they turn their head. Like yeah. This. Okay. So, I went when we were in Indonesia, right? Yeah. Me and member, I was, like, really excited to go to this place called the Monkey Forest. Yeah. Have I told you about this? You've told me and a lot of other people while I've been there. So, I've heard this several times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was really excited to go to the Monkey Forest in fucking Bali to see the monkeys. Because I was like, yo, I love monkeys. I read about them in my anthropology book. Oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> and we get there and I wanted to run out of there within the first five minutes of fucking being in there. They <laughs> fucking steal your shit, dude. They're yeah. trained by the locals to steal your stuff. And then the locals like come in, like pretending like, oh, look at this uh, foreigner in uh, distress. Let me step in here and help them out. And they'll exchange a banana or something with the monkey for, like, the item that the monkey stole. And then give it back to, like, the person that it it belongs to. And then they'll expect, like, a tip. Oh. But they train the monkeys to do that. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? So I was standing beside this one lady. Yeah. And a monkey came and literally took the chipples off her fucking feet. How? He just, like, went in, like, grabbed the chipple and she freaks out and shakes it off. Yeah. And it runs away with it. Oh, my God. And then some guy came and, like, got the chipple back. And then the lady was like, oh, thank you so much. And he was like, just puts his hand out for, like, payment. Oh, and she's you like, saw what? this go down? Yeah. And I was like, maybe let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I was, like, petrified. I was about to put my chipple in my bag. I was like, I'm about to fucking strip down butt-ass naked right now so they can't steal shit from me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hop into the Coach Subtle portion of the podcast. This is where we answer your questions and react to your stories. Please don't take anything we say seriously. We're just talking that shit. If you need real help, please reach out to a professional. And yes, look, thank you. Also, this is a fiction, fiction podcast. <laughs> Fresh Canvas Spa and Laser Center. Y'all already know they're BC's best reviewed medical spas for laser, hydrofacials, and more. 
They got locations in Surrey and Metrotown, Burnaby. Fresh Canvas is known for their real results with their gold standard laser and skin treatments. And now Fresh Canvas also offers medical services like Botox, fillers, Belkyra. I think that's how you pronounce it. Probably not, but I had to Google it. And Belk, it's for like double chin, you know, you walk in with two chins and you come out with one. And PRP with Dr. Rye. Our friends at Fresh Canvas want to give you 15% off, including $350 full body laser. Come on, y'all. Y'all better be running to Fresh Canvas. Let me tell you. And they're going to give 20% off all their skincare products if you mention the podcast. And you can shop online for all their skincare products as well by using the code COACHES at checkout. So visit www.freshskinshop.com and they deliver anywhere in Canada. So go visit them and experience the difference with Fresh Canvas. Thank you so much. Here's a little submission here, okay, that I didn't fully read because mm-hmm. I was in the middle of reading it because I didn't know if I wanted to put it in here and then I forgot about it, okay? So here okay. we go. This is me also reacting to this, okay? Hi, coaches. First of all, thank you in advance if you choose to read this. You're welcome. Second, <laughs> if you do, could you please do it on the podcast because I can't join the lives. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I have a problem. My boyfriend won't sex me. What? Yeah, she's having the opposite of the bonobo problem. <laughs> This guy sounds like he's anti-bonobo. Yeah. This guy seems like he's from a different species. Actually, you know that there's only one species of organisms on Earth that's a true monogamous? Uh, penguins? No. It's a tapeworm. Yeah. Even penguins aren't. Shut the hell up. Penguins are, I think. Oh, like they're not like, okay, yeah, if their partner goes away or dies. But or a tapeworm fuses with another tapeworm for life you're a freaking tapeworm i want to be <laughs> i want to be <laughs> i want to be i want to be a tapeworm who's trying to be a tapeworm with me <laughs> let's fuse let's fuse <laughs> oh tapeworms for life who wants to be a parasite with me <laughs> yeah who wants to be a parasite and come out with someone's dirty with me <laughs> People make a tunnel at the end of a wedding or something. Yeah, I just come out of someone's asshole. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? Guess what? L- laugh all you want. I'm coming out of someone's asshole with my partner for life. <laughs> oh, God, the visuals. The visuals are killing me. You got the visuals? I get visuals for everything, Pam. I'm a visual person. How are you getting a visual of me coming out of someone's asshole? <laughs> Literally your head on the end of a tapeworm. And I'm like... <laughs> and you're so happy because there's a pigeon breed that's attached to you. Yeah. Pigeon breed. Oh my god. Yo, I don't think we've ever said pigeon pre on the podcast. Oh really? Yeah. Shit. You guys, w- Gravini and I sometimes refer to people as pigeon priests. <laughs> Bidgin, Bidgin is another word that Girk and Harvey came up with oh. to refer to like a stupid person. They're like, what a fucking Bidgin. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started saying Bidgin pre. <laughs> Anyways, go back. her boyfriend won't sex her. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We have been together for about a year now and I feel like our honeymoon phase is completely gone already. He's a great guy and I love him, but I just feel like he's not attracted to me in that way. We've only been intimate a total of five times what? in our entire relationship. Yo, when you're first dating someone, aren't you like intimate five times the first date? <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
Shireen's laughing because it's true. <laughs> I get that this is hard. That's hard to do the hanky panky because we don't usually have a place to do it, and our homes are filled with our family. So our only options are in the car or a hotel, which is expensive for only five minutes of fun. Damn, girl. <laughs> five minutes? Come on, man. This guy needs to put in a little bit more effort. Five minutes? Okay, okay. Let me just tell you something right now. Before we continue with this submission, okay? With this sad story. It shouldn't be five minutes long. And if that's what... That's all... If that's... My what what I think is happening here is that he's just doing his part to get his, yeah, and that takes five minutes for him, <laughs> and then it's over for the both of you, yeah. But he should be putting more effort in to, you know, f- on you, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so you're enjoying your time, and it's not about him, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then he can get to his thing. That's the last five minutes, yeah. Anyways, okay. Then she goes lately though. He hasn't even been making an effort to show me it, and if show me affection in that way or even kiss me or make out with me to be honest i can't even remember the last time we hang out pretty often at least two three times a week but it feels like i'm hanging out with a close friend rather than a boyfriend it's making me feel pretty insecure but he still tells me that he loves me every day so i'm not sure what to think okay but what's his reasoning here yeah she's like i brought it up with him in the past and he says he just forgets a what you forget to have sex with your girlfriend or like just do these regular things that couples do and especially guys guys don't forget there's literally not a second that they forget about any of that it's always on their mind yeah they're trying to spread the seed bro (laughs) (laughs) evolutionarily this does not make sense um she's like he just says he forgets or that we never have time or space then he acts all lovey which only lasts a few days before it's back to nothing i don't believe those excuses because that's really that's really because it's really not that hard to kiss someone at the very least. Yeah. So she's just not even talking about sex at this point. Yeah, she's talking about, yeah. you know, he never brings up anything sexual or tries to make the first move. I thought it may be because he's just not into that type of thing. But he always used to make an effort at the beginning of the relationship. And he's told me that his past relationships have always been very physically motivated. Should I be worrying this hard about it? Yes. Yes. Is should. this normal for guys at this age? Because all my friends talk about how horny all their boyfriends are. First of all, they're both 23 okay and all their sex lives so i'm not sure what to think i don't want to keep bringing it up because i feel weird being the only one mentioning it as but a girl has needs too we go on dates often and he puts in the effort to plan them so it's not like he's purposely avoiding me everything else is great i just feel like more of a best friend rather than a girlfriend please help a girl out i know there's people out there that are gonna be like oh what if he has physical problems and he's vulnerable and doesn't want to talk about it he's giving the most disgusting face right now (laughs) If he has physical shit that's wrong, yeah. that's affecting his sex drive or something like that, yeah. and you've brought it up multiple times as yeah. asking him what's going on and he's not telling you, yeah. then that's a him problem, yeah. not a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't even have the fucking decency or like yeah. you can't even tell me what's going on yeah. and your excuse is, oh, I forget okay yeah this is not normal okay and and you, you know what at this point it's not even about the sex because he's saying he's not even she's saying he's not even kissing her something else is not going on here and he's lying to you because he doesn't forget that's for sure okay yeah that's one thing he's not forgetting but yeah i mean he might be going through some other things right now 
do I recommend a 23-year-old girl get caught up in something like this? No. Sounds like there's things that you don't need to deal with going on here. Yeah. You need to have a one serious conversation with this guy. Okay? Almost like, I would say, like an ultimatum conversation. Like, tell me what's going on. Yeah. For real. Right? And and then if if he says, no, that's what's going on, I just forget, and we don't have time and space, she's like, okay, you know what? It's done then. Yeah. I can't do this. Like... You, I don't feel like I'm in a relationship and I want to be in a relationship. So, yeah. like, this is not going to work. And you're, like, depriving somebody of something. Yeah. That's not okay. If something's actually wrong, he can figure it out. But if that's just his... if You know how some people are, like, up here and some people are down here? Like, if yeah. he's just always down there, then he needs to find someone who's also just down there. Who's on the same levels. Yeah. So, if he, he needs to find someone that is okay with his level of yeah. forgetting. <laughs> Remember last week that girl submitted that she has feelings for her best friend mm-hmm. and she's going to tell him. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have an update from that girl. Okay. Mm. Hey coaches. So Dave Das girl here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I told him on Monday over happy hour drinks, he was complaining that he feels like he's being gaslighted, but he's older and his heart and it's hard to find someone he vibes with at his age. Who is he being gaslit by? His ex. Okay. Okay. She goes, I said, well, we vibe, I think. I think we care about each other and I have started feeling this is what she says to him. Okay. (laughs) This is what she says. I lost it. I have started feeling we can be more than friends since we are both high professionals and equally good looking. No, I was like, there's no way in hell that this chick said those exact words. Oh my God. And if they are, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Since we are both high professionals, and equally good looking people oh my god there's no way she said this like i can see how somebody might say it like oh you know we're both like kind of in the same place like and we're like we're like you know we're both attractive yeah but you know it's weird like that's weird equally good looking and high professionals girl come on okay anyways anyways what's done is done then then she goes, I think he was surprised because I'm usually shy, but didn't really acknowledge my statement much. And I played cool and went home on my way home. I was a little in my feelings and didn't call him as I usually would. And he called me and I didn't answer. And he texted if everything is OK. And I got quiet later that evening. He went out with his friends and I guess got tipsy and called me around midnight saying how he thinks I'm good looking and sweet and wants to hang out with me. But he also wants to be in the right headspace for me because he cares about me and he would hate if our friendship got ruined. He wants to be 100% for me because he thinks I'm amazing. I listened and said it's cool. I just wanted to be honest with you for the sake of our friendship. I'm writing this on Thursday evening and he mentioned he is starting to lose interest in his ex because she isn't really making an effort and I and if I want to go out to dinner on Friday. Oh, on the We date. usually go for lunch or coffee or drinks because of our schedules. Not sure if I got in his head and opening his eyes or if he's rebounding with me. We're not going to know until you play this whole thing yeah. out. So. so keep us in the loop. We'll, we'll see what happens with these high professional, equally good looking people. <laughs> How did you say that so fast? <laughs> I read it. <laughs> Do you know anyone or does anyone know anyone that has been someone's rebound and it's worked out? Or is rebound just like not meant to be like that? And rebound is always the name for just something like. I don't, I don't know if, I don't think I know anyone who's been a rebound and it's worked out, but I'm sure there is stuff out there. There's all kinds of fucking people out there, man. Yeah. 
there's people who cheated on their people and ended up with the people that they cheated with yeah married having kids yeah um okay next submission hi coach p i think okay i think the guy i'm talking to and been on one date with sometimes masturbates while on the phone with me at night no way (laughs) kind of flattered he (laughs) kind of flattered he finds me hot enough to be doing it while talking to me but do i bring it up and say something or just leave it alone since it's early in the relationship both of us are 29 Bro. But like, what is making her think that? What? Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> then I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's just like on the phone. He's just like, hey, <laughs> how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> or like, are they FaceTiming and then and like you know what's happening here? Just you, I don't you know. Need maybe to set the scene a little bit more for yeah, us. Man, like, we don't get it. I don't know. All these people with these stupid ass submissions giving hella details and you're out here with the most juicy one giving like one line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are, <laughs> yeah. Like, is it, are you on the phone or are you on a video call? Like, she says on the phone with me at night. But that could be like Gen Z video call is on the no, phone no. too. But then she says, I'm kind of flattered that he finds me hot enough to be doing it while talking to me. So I have a feeling that they're, just, and it, it, it's probably like, I don't know. We need clarification. Maybe he's just like, he, he's freaky, bro. And he just got some freaky kinks. Freaky dicky. Freaky dicky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> if anyone is having, having sex with someone and that's what they hear, immediately break up with that person. <laughs> immediately (laughs) yeah we need uh, some more details anyways uh yeah i guess just be flattered maybe it'd be a problem if you're like sitting at a restaurant also what if you're trying to have a serious conversation he's just like well i know i don't don't know that's like you'd have to figure it out in the moment that is kind of a little bit weird like dude like we're trying to have a conversation and you're just sitting here fucking like wow look at where this started with your first submission and then there's this guy who oh, can't yeah. even like not freaking jerk it while yeah. he's on the phone no fucking touches pickle <laughs> but that this guy this like more recent guy sounds more in line with like most guys most guys are on the no, phone. they're not doing that while they're just having a casual conversation on the phone but you know what i mean they're it's always on their mind <laughs> yeah here's one that's gonna hit home for a lot of people especially in bc okay hey coach p and guest coaches sorry oh. for the long submission apology not accepted okay <laughs> love your podcast and we need some advice we need some advice oh, oh so this is a multi uh, uh person submission here mm-hmm. we live in the lower mainland oh it is from the lower mainland and our brother just had his taka ceremony recently oh Taka is pre-engagement for anyone who doesn't know. (laughs) He is the only son and we feel like he isn't ready to get married. We are three siblings. He couldn't afford the ring that he proposed to his fiance with or the cost of the Taka ceremony. And we're nervous that he's going to going to financially and we're nervous that he's not going to financially contribute to this to his wedding ceremony costs. Okay, him and every fucking other doofus out there. Our parents (laughs) had to help pay for the ring and paid for the taka ceremony our parents are hard working but not loaded or able to take on the full financial cost 
They have tried to chat with him to see how much he can contribute, but he always brushes off the conversation. It's frustrating because him and his fiance want to have this lavish wedding, but our parents won't be able to take on the financial burden. I guess this ties into last week's podcast about how the guys get everything. Financial, the financial aspect has caused a rift between us and we feel so bad for our parents who are stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. So the siblings now have a rift. We also have a strong feeling that he is hiding his financial instability from his fiance and trying to play it off that we can afford everything and she is being kept in the dark. They also want to move out after marriage, which is totally fine with our parents, but we don't know how he can financially afford to do this. He works full time, but none of that money comes home and he has poor saving habits. He doesn't help out with our parents either. Our parents have always paid for everything for him from cars to clothes, and he's always been spoiled. We're pretty modern, but just including that in there for context. We're sure you've heard of similar stories and situations during your career, Mm -hmm. and we're wondering how we should handle the situation. Have you heard of something like this before? It just makes us nervous because we don't want our parents to have to go through this with him. We don't have much of a relation with our soon-to-be sister-in-law because of personality differences and our relation with our brother. Hmm. Her brother is 31. Oh, damn. I was thinking like these people are like in their mid twenties. That's something. what I thought too. But no, he's a full blown adult. <laughs> I don't know who made it okay for people to get married when they couldn't even afford the rings that they were getting. Yeah. When did this happen? I don't know. Who was responsible for Somebody this? Somebody tell us. Somebody needs a get you in the head. Bro. I wonder how old the fiance is. Uh, 28. The fiance is 28? Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay? This happens yeah. way more often than you would think. Yeah. And sometimes it's not just... Sometimes it's the guy just, you know, being pressured by the fiance to be like... I want because usually it's a girl with a dream of this certain yeah. type of wedding, right? Like, what the fuck did and guys yeah, and if he's, and then also there are, upney kids like yeah we're older but you know our parents' kids. I'm geriatric. <laughs> who have this like expectation mm. that our weddings are supposed to be a certain way and that like our parents are going to pay for it. Yeah. And yeah, and if your man's isn't like fully being upfront about because if you look at all these crazy weddings that we see online on social media you think that that couple you think they're fully funding it like no no, they're not i'm sure there's people out there that are paying for good chunks of it now like i feel like there's a little bit more like awareness out there and we're you know trying not to and things are are getting really wild with like wedding desires like the things that people have on their list of like i want this 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 and this and my you know wedding or reception and blah 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 it's so tricky between like siblings though like sisters and a brother or whatever because like okay there's a sister is looking out for her the parent's best interest yeah and the parent because parents also get pretty happy in all of this And then the brother is probably stuck in between like the sisters and then his fiance who's like, I want like this at the wedding. I want my reception to be at this hall where it's like, you know, so expensive. The the, the Fairmont Rim. Pack Rim. People are having these crazy weddings and 
they're expecting like you know other people to pay for it but the, uh, now there's the side that we're seeing of these sisters saying hey this guy uh, like on his own can't even pay for the ring, ring yeah. how is he expecting you know this great like lavish wedding like there's parents out there that save for this or like you know they just have the money yeah. to blow on it but more often than not a lot of you know middle class brown families are spending money that they don't have mm -hmm. on these weddings yeah and people need to start being a little bit more aware of that yeah and seeing like okay where is the money coming from for my wedding and is this you know yeah. realistic yeah. if there is something that you really want to have then yeah figure out how to listen get it this is own. not an issue if you if you can afford it or your parents can afford it yeah okay that's not what we're talking about yeah fucking get married on mars if you can fucking afford it okay <laughs> Bezos the spaceship yeah. go get married on a yacht in the fucking maldives if you can afford it amazing we don't give yeah. a fuck okay no one cares yeah but this is the conversation we're having is that if your parents can't afford it yeah or your in-laws can't afford it don't be fucking asking for it unless you're writing that check yourself. Yeah. And also, like, they're saying we don't think our brother has told his fiance yeah. what the reality That's of the financial thing. situation is. Like, dude, at this point, the only suggestion that sounds logical to me yeah. is the only way to get around this is for you guys to say we can afford this yeah those exact words because you know what she's gonna be all up in your family situation the once this fiance girl becomes this guy's wife yeah so there's no point in putting on a front yeah. right now being like oh yeah no it's okay babe it's all good yeah we're good and these like and she said oh we did try to have a conversation when he just like brushes it off yeah. No, you need to have not a fucking lollygag in the kitchen meeting. You <laughs> yeah. need to have a sit down in the living room, lock the door meeting. <laughs> okay? Be like, we can't afford this. Yeah. Do you understand? Please check yes or no. Yeah. And okay? like, if he's planning on moving out after this, like, you're going to F off. Yeah. And your parents are going to be left dealing with your like bill from your wedding Fucking hell. and then also just like their own like house expenses because now it's not like their son is going to be there to share it with them like how they were probably somewhat anticipating yeah <laughs> this guy who's 31 can't afford his fiance's ring what the fuck are you doing getting that ring for man yeah Y'all here going into debt before even fucking being in debt. <laughs> yeah. Or at least like go into debt for something like worth going into debt for. Like yeah. a house or like an, like an investment property Go into debt something. like the rest of us with our mortgages. <laughs> yeah. Not your fucking engagement rings. Oh my god. Do you ever brain juice? Paji, brain. Okay? Yeah. I don't know. This, these people, you just need to have an upfront, straight up conversation where he can't brush it off. Yeah. Okay? And his reaction to your guys's you know issue will tell you exactly what type of person he is okay this is a crazy one sharing this with y'all because i can't keep it to myself <laughs> my cousin cousin's husband admitted to being in love with me <gasps> i'm fucking shook you can't trust anyone anymore i'm scared as fuck she's 28 oh my god could you, you imagine Ew. Dude, you can't trust anyone in these streets man this is what G i judgy this is why i say dude this is why i say that like if you are not if you are 
if your whole ass aesthetic in life is being a wife or being a girlfriend, huh. y'all need to f- figure it the fuck out because <laughs> this could be you. You could be an ex-wife. That could be your new fucking aesthetic. Dude, we're here. I'm hearing shit like dudes are messaging fucking their exes two days before their weddings oh to other chicks. God. Like I'm just hearing the most fucked up shit where I'm, you can't trust nobody. Yeah. Okay, and no one's special. Let me tell you that right now, okay? <laughs> if you think you're someone special, someone, no. Okay? <laughs> Pammy's gonna be so jaded going no, into no. the dating world. No, 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 the guy's I... gonna be pulling all the stops. And She's be gonna like, be like, mm-hmm. bullshit. Bullshit. That's bullshit. bullshit too. Bullshit. <laughs> you watch bullshit. These flowers are bullshit. <laughs> you tell me you love me. Bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> you tell me I'm the only one. Mega bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> no, no, no. I have enough people in healthy relationships your bonobo ass is thinking of (laughs) i have enough healthy relationships around me that i believe in like it could work yeah but i'm also realistic by hearing all these other stories yeah that i'm not going to be like some he loves me he must oh he must i must be the only one in his life like you know like i'm also not going to be blind yeah you know what i mean and I'm sure, like, like you know, so like, is that all that this girl wrote? She just like she dropped that bomb and then left the yeah. room. She lost, dropped the bomb and left the. <laughs> this is what me and my friends always talk about. We always talk about this. Like, don't fucking lose yourself yeah. in your relationship because you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah. Whether or not that person leaves you for somebody yeah. else, whether or not something bad happens to that person, they're not around anymore. Yeah. Like, you know what? you come into this world alone and you're gonna leave alone bro okay (laughs) and don't fucking forget that and don't attach yourself to somebody and rely on them for everything and make your value that person yeah because you don't know what they're capable of at the end of the day you don't know they are like a complete stranger they are a complete stranger everyone in your life is a complete stranger yeah because you don't really know anything other than your mama yeah, other than and for some people, even their parents yeah. are you know not the best. Depending on the relationship, yeah. So, hi, Pammy. So I'm in a weird situation. I've been dating my boyfriend for three years now. We finally decided to tell our parents and talk about marriage. My boyfriend's dad hmm. called my parents to have a phone convo to get to know them. Things went haywire. What? After my boyfriend's dad told my dad that they are not Jat. Both myself and my boyfriend want to get married, but our parents won't accept it now because his parents feel like my dad disrespected them, saying he won't accept the Rishta because of caste. What? What are your thoughts? We've been trying to get them on board for about six months now, but they won't accept it. What's your take on this? What? We've had this conversation. We've had this conversation. It's like a, your brother has a non-same caste marriage my sister does. Yeah our friend does yeah but like this is okay this guy the audacity like not even like behind his back yeah straight up to the other dad's face is like like what that's crazy right your dad's a wild one yeah that is a wild one i don't know if i've mentioned this before but i don't i don't think i have because it's like a very kind of intimate conversation that my mom and i had When she came to me saying, hey, your sister wants to marry someone who's not judged. What should we do? 
because my mom was okay with it okay yeah yeah but she was just scared of like okay what's my dad gonna think what are my like my extended mommy family. and thai and all what are they gonna think because i think it, uh she was the first my sister was the first one okay. in our family to not marry like we don't even have like you know how some people have like oh somebody's married to like a white person like none of yeah, that yeah like everyone is just very like it's a very cookie cutter yeah <laughs> relationships yeah. and then um and all, it's like for my mom it was like years in the making like my sister and her now husband have been together even longer than me and tony have been together yeah and so it's like it was gonna happen one day right mm-hmm. so when she came to me when my mom came to me and was like okay what do i do mm-hmm. in this situation like what am i gonna how do i bring this up to your uh dad and like your mommy and mm-hmm. stuff and do i have the option to tell your sister like hey this is a no-go yeah because you know how moms try to like weasel out of hard conversations yeah, yeah, yeah so they're like can i just tell her that like maybe let's maybe like you know scrap that whole like, whole, whole, whole like you know, how many ever years of your life and like the fact that you really want to be with this guy and you know just find like another cookie cutter relationship like everybody else in our family okay and i was like if first of all i can't believe you're saying this about your own daughter but she's also like a middle-aged Punjabi woman yeah like let's scared. come to the yeah let's come to like the the fact of the matter is is that most of our parents are like this yeah like they're not they haven't had and then i told this. her i'm like if you and like you know our dad and our family if you guys are okay with living with the fact that let's say you tell her that she can't marry this guy mm-hmm. and she has to marry somebody who is you know jat yeah jat like checks off all your boxes she does that for you and then she's not happy would you be able to live with that knowing that your daughter is somewhere and she's miserable and then my mom's like crickets crickets like nothing like she's just like oh because obviously not and then i'm like what makes you think that that's like like a uh personality trait or like you know something that you look for like oh is this person a good person or not because really that's all we should be looking at is like is this person a good person will you keep my daughter happy will you are you guys able to work together to give yourselves a good life not like oh yeah you're a judge so like i know that this is you know then then everything's good like that's just not how it works so you this girl needs to just tell her parents and be like this is who i want to be with like at the end of the day whether you guys like it or not for whatever reason that's what it is and let's say if she were to marry somebody else who they thought was like better and what if she's not happy and then she comes back a year later but this dad is wild uncle g what are you doing like what also what makes you think that like being a judge is so great (laughs) yeah like we're riddled with problems (laughs) like look at all the issues yeah you know what's really funny though well now his parents the guy's parents are not on board now either yeah because they so now you're in a fucking pickle because your daddy (laughs) fucked it for everyone (laughs) yeah but listen you need to have a conversation with your parents and let tell them to calm the fuck down especially your dad out here acting like wild and shit for no reason <laughs> okay and then you need to hold your ground this yeah. is what we said as well because my and my mom says this all the time too she's like at the end of the day y- the parents will come on board because they're gonna they're not gonna have a choice 
because no your parents are not going to be okay with you guys eloping okay and if they re actually feel like you guys are about to go do that shit they will fucking get on board <laughs> trust me real quick okay and if you do do your own thing and leave your family out of it they'll eventually come back on board yeah. i know a lot of people who have done that who have like had to get married their families are not involved at all then a few years later their families like get yeah, over it and everyone's they, all hum sat sat and yeah shit. Yeah. it's just it's unfortunate that you guys have to deal with this issue but like it's that's just like the cards that you were dealt i don't know man just fucking lost i can't believe cast is still an issue yeah like, i literally thought it was dead I thought we that- all are here in north america now and we're all the same yeah yeah some people might be like you know western wealthier than mm-hmm. others but all this like stuff from india stuff yeah like doesn't done man yeah it doesn't exist you can't anymore. be freaking all up, all up on a high horse because of whatever you were considered in India. Yeah. Because there's people that are coming here from like what people might consider like lower caste, ripping it and doing way better than your freaking yeah. desi jut family. Yeah. Then let's say how, whatever you guys are. Exactly. So it's like everybody needs to settle down. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy. Oh, fuck. All right, guys, that's <laughs> the. <laughs> what are you doing? All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Ep- episode <laughs> yo i'm having a stroke <laughs> all right guys that's it for this week's episode hopefully you enjoyed it make sure you follow Gravina on instagram at inc by gb.ca and make sure you follow my official podcast instagram account at coach p podcast make sure you follow us on instagram also at made by pgb doing your makeup and we'll catch you next week on coaches don't pull the heat <laughs> bye